Good morning and welcome to the BSA Morning Mine. It's Friday the 12th of November. I'm Ollie O'Donnell and I'm joined by Paul Rankin. Paul, how are you today? I'm all right, thank you. And how are you? Did you cycle in today? No, I'm at home. I'm uh, waiting for uh, some kitchen uh, counters to be delivered. So that's uh, very exciting. Um, <laughs> but uh, let's... <laughs> Let's move on to mining stocks because they've had a had a very good week, um, and that's been driven by the the US CPI print, which came out over six percent. Um, so, Paul, what are your thoughts there? Yes, we've had a rise in the gold and silver prices as a result uh, to both of that information, as well as the news coming out of COP twenty six. Looks like inflation is uh, coming in stickier than what uh, a lot of uh, people had been hoping for here. And uh, with uh, the uh, demands coming forward on uh, things like uh, raw materials, as well as the logistical delays that we're seeing across supply chains, uh, it's uh, putting an upward pressure on prices here at this point. So people are getting more bullish at the moment. Yeah, definitely. We saw... uh technical breakouts in, in, in silver and gold um, and the miners were up, well, certainly in junior, junior space up 5% often across the across the board um, and technicals look strong. So I'd expect momentum to carry on for, for the short term, certainly. And and we're, we're bullish longer term. Um, let's it's move to company news, Paul. It's looking better too, as far as uh, demand-wise in Asia. We got uh, uh, reports that will probably hit record silver and gold uh, demand out of China. And then what I'm watching specifically is the month-on-month um, -month change in silver imports into India, because India has an awful lot of ground to make up on uh, what is their normal uh, uh, offtake demand uh, uh, for uh, a silver bullion. So that I. I would say that silver ought to outperform gold going here into the short term. Mm. Um, and yes, there's probably some safe haven demand uh, coming out of China with the property crisis at Evergrande continuing to unfold. Um, let's let's move on to company news. Paul, what's out there today? Well, we've got an uh, update on the uh, takeover attempt of Xiang Shigan Fang for Bacanora Lithium on wh where they stand as far as uh, the number of shares being uh, committed to the proposal. Um, as of uh, latest news, 56.6% of shares uh, are now uh, taken up by Jiang Shigan Feng from shareholders uh, at this particular point in time. I can't remember exactly how many shares they have to get in order to make the deal unconditional. Do you remember? Oh, Paul, you're putting me on the spot here. Um, I'm not a corporate financier, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not an expert on the takeover code, but I mean, I think. I think what we've said all along since it was announced is it, it will grind up to the to the right level, um, and this will go through. Mm -hmm. So that's why the price has now moved to sixty-seven uh, half p and has been stuck there. Market expects it to go through. Um, it's going to happen. Um, what else is out there, Paul? Q3 results released by the aim-quoted nickel laterite developer in Brazil, Horizont Minerals. Uh, cash position came in at the end of the period at 18.3 million. Much of the press releases about uh, prior press release or 
much of the quarterly statement about prior press releases over the last three months. Big deal there with uh, they had uh, agreed the long-term funding commitment with the investment banks uh, and institutions for $346 million worth of secured project finance, uh, as well as uh, credit uh, export credit facilities as well. Loss for the period was 2.6 million, and for the nine months it was 4.8 million sterling, which is expected for a, a large uh, project uh, developer, I think. So, just pretty standard numbers there. Yeah, um, but a, uh, an important quarter in terms of um, corporate developments. Uh, anything else, Paul? Yeah, I thought it was interesting to see the statement out uh, here that the Sawiri family, uh, who is the billionaire Egyptian gold mining investors uh, across uh, gold production in Africa, uh, as of the sale of the, their uh, interest in TSX Golden Star, as announced back in November 1st, uh, uh, Mr. Sawiri uh, said that uh, he would uh, probably make a entry into battery raw materials now at this point. Uh, specifically, he's looking at nickel, zinc, titanium, and lithium uh, for investment. And more than likely, uh, given his uh, uh, focus on Africa, he would probably be looking for those uh, commodities in Africa as well. Yeah. Although, I mean, Chifeng were blocked previously um, acquiring a project in, in, in Ghana. Um, and Golden Star is, is also primarily focused in, in Ghana. Um, so I, I think we'll probably watch to see what happens with the with the process. I, I would agree, but being a billionaire, Mr. Sawari, his money probably talks in West Africa, so he may well get, the, get it over the line, I think. <laughs> okay, well... <laughs> I think we've covered a lot there, so uh, we'll leave it there. Um, have a good weekend, Paul, and thanks everyone for listening. Very good. See you then.